This podcast is brought to you by Blackbee Ministries International. To find out more, visit blackbee.org. Welcome to the Richard Blackaby Leadership Podcast. My name is Sam, and I'm your host, and I'm joined, as always, by Dr. Richard Blackaby. Well, good thanks for having me, Sam. So good for you to join us. Uh, <laughs> fit us in your busy schedule, Richard. And it's getting busier. Yeah. Uh, you haven't been... You've had a, a couple of trips re-canceled uh, yeah. recently, and so I know there's a lot of... Uh, this Delta still thing. Still fear and anxiety um, yeah. over the uh, COVID-19, but... Uh, uh, you've, you've got a pretty pretty busy travel schedule coming up here, and so yeah. we yeah. we like to squeeze these in here where we can. And uh, we did this once before, but um, I think we called it leadership potpourri. Yeah, <laughs> that I was think a little that class. Was, that was your uh, that was your uh, <laughs> your touch on that. Yeah, um, that's a little classy touch of mine. Yeah, on that naming. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so we're gonna we're gonna take two at this, and and you know as we. As we work and live, uh, we have random ideas, and you have thoughts on leadership, and so mm-hmm. this is going to just kind of be a, a Richard Blackaby um, leadership dump, um, <laughs> and just sort of a brain dump. dump. I, I, you, I, I use potpourri, you use dump. Like that's kind of that's no, class well, up see, your language. Here, yeah, right? no, I was thinking more of a, a truck, you know, that unloads just a. a a hodgepodge of uh, hodgepodge. of various and a sundry uh, items <laughs> loosely related to the topic of leadership. And so that's, uh, I'll, I'll just uh, stop there. And uh, I think you've dug deep enough there, Sam. <laughs> yes. So with that being said, with that uh, glamorous introduction, I'll, uh, I'll let you. Oh, uh, stop. <laughs> I'll let you take it the, the rest of the way. Yeah, you know, Sam, you know, I was thinking, and by the way, I've got, I've got a couple of, I pulled a couple of my uh, biographies out. I know people always say they really enjoy those, and so I'm going to just yeah. sort of review uh, a couple of those, and so some upcoming episodes here will... Yeah, start. well, you know, you, you, I think some of your influence is, is finally wearing off on me. I've, I've started the tome of uh, Truman's biography uh-huh. by David uh, McCullough. Good for you. And uh, so that's a. And that's it's fascinating. It, it is. It was considered. It, it may still be considered the best presidential biography written, like just yeah. as far as its thoroughness and interest and so on. And yeah. So. Well, I'm doing it on audiobook, um, and it's 52 hours, and wow. so uh, I wow. know it's a monster, but it's super, super interesting, and there's so many things in it that I feel like are, again, relevant today. Yeah. But anyways, we're not here for that. Uh-huh. We're here for your random yeah. thoughts. Random thoughts. Well, uh, yeah, let me just uh, mention a couple things. And, you know, I as I go through life and uh, get feedback from people and just kind of measure my effectiveness uh, in leading, uh, now and then I'll just kind of stop and think, uh, you, you have to be observing your own life. In one sense, you have to kind of, as uh, Heifetz said, you have to kind of get into the balcony and and sort of look down on yourself and say, so what am I learning just watching me and what I do and what works and what doesn't work and uh, what seems to pay off and bear fruit and what doesn't. And, uh, and so, you know, I, just as I, uh, even just in the last uh, week or two, I've just done a number of things that uh, just, I, I sort of took a mental note to think, you know, that that's just important or that really has benefited me so some of these are are and and you know i know a lot of the people or many of the people who 
listen to this podcast and just knowing some of the ones I know who listen, uh, th- they know a lot of this stuff already. So th- none of this may be profound to you, uh, uh, but it's some things just, I think now and then you just need to stop and just kind of mark it and say, yeah, I know this, but it's good just to uh, nail this down to say, this is one of those things I need to just do. Yeah, and, we uh, all forget at times. So uh, one, the first one I would just say is just notice the little things or at least what can be seemingly little uh, because they they add up. Little things add up. Yeah, I've and, been meaning to talk to you about that ant infestation <laughs> that I... <laughs> yeah, the little things. Yeah. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. You were... You go ahead. Yeah, I'll let you. Thank you. That's <laughs> it. Uh, so, uh, you know, like, for instance, there are some people that remember people's birthdays. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. you know, one of the things I do... Uh, well, I, I do look, I, you know, I, I'll look typically on Facebook each day. And uh, one of the things it'll do is it'll just remind me of who had a birthday that day. Yeah. And I try, uh, if, if I, if it's someone that I know, like I, there'll be names that'll pop up. I, I don't remember who they are. I've friended them at some point, but I don't necessarily relate to them, but, uh, or, you know, know them personally. But, but then if it's someone that I know, even, even if I haven't seen him for a while, um, I'll try and, and this is just a thing, and I think I mentioned it before, but I try I try not to just write happy birthday, you know. And if you look at someone's Facebook post on or on their birthday, it's just a whole lot of happy birthday, happy birthday, happy birthday, which is nice. You at least thought of the person. But I feel like that's also an opportunity to extend a blessing, to actually say something that you would pray for them, that you would hope for, and... Uh, uh, and something that gives some thought, perhaps it, it, it may be just something that you're saying that this year, this is kind of what I'm praying for a lot of my friends, or it might be that, you know, that person, you know, something that's special to them and you personalize it, but that takes time. And I know people that complain that that takes way too long and takes way too much time. And, yeah. you know, I'm not a fast typist. I have to peck away at that. Um, so it's not like it's easy to do. It doesn't take inordinate amount of time. You know, there's usually maybe three or four people a day that is, are, are a little closer to me than I might do that for. But um, but I'll tell you, I, I, I don't know how many times I'll get someone that will write back a response, you know, like, oh, wow, that would be awesome, or thank you for that, or uh, I'd never thought about that, but that would be, you know, wonderful. And uh, same with anniversaries. Uh, you know, I mean, some people... I don't know. It, it, I don't get as much into that, but but I mean, sometimes people are celebrating major anniversaries, or uh, it might just be one year. But that first year is is important, and yeah. and you know, to take a moment just to, uh, to to personalize it in some way, just to to think for a moment uh, of a, a, something you would wish or pray for, and then take time to pray right then. Just just take a moment and pray that prayer, that wish for the person. Uh, the same for their anniversary, you know, to say something. And you might know that they've gone through a hard year. Maybe they, they had COVID or they had a, a medical issue. And then, again, just also remembering people's names. Uh, and I'm bad at that. I And I'm only bad at it because I just don't try hard enough. I don't concentrate enough. But, you know, there are times where if I'm, if I'm maybe someone's interviewing me on a podcast or a radio program or uh or maybe I just met someone, or maybe it's just a, a you know, the person serving me at the restaurant. But um, you don't want to overdo it. But uh, to have noticed them enough to remember their name, like that's 
That means a lot. And, you know, I know some people yeah. who do it and it's almost like they're showing off, you know, and they use the It's like their shtick, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, you're just you know, the Betty, name guy. Thanks, Betty. You know, Betty, that's yeah. great. But it, like, that gets You that can gets seem old. insincere. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. If you, if you but if you it. just, you know, at the end of the evening, you just mention their name, uh, it, it usually blows people away that, that yeah. they, you remembered them. Um, Especially in a context where they wouldn't expect you to remember yeah. their name. And there are times where like people will come up to me. Maybe I've spoken somewhere or something, and they come up afterward, and they just want to thank me or say something. And they, I don't really need to know what their name is. Like they don't expect me to email them later, or, you know, anything. Uh, but there are times where I'll just say, "No, no, tell me your name." Then I, I may not remember it uh, two weeks later, but. Uh, but in that moment, I'm trying to say you're a person of value. You you yeah. have a name. You know you're you're a person of eternal worth as well. Uh, and 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 those little things, uh, you know, you could look at any number of those things and think, well, I don't know if that made a huge difference or not. Uh, but you, it does over time, and you begin yeah. to. You, I think it also just is a great exercise. Uh, for, like for me, when I do that, it's 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 making me practice caring and, it, and that can sound kind of insincere but um but it's just like a lot of other things it's i mean it's like running i i i, I make myself go running whether i feel like it or not you can say well you're insincere well maybe i am but it's making me healthier yeah, by, by doing but you're that. doing it and, yeah. and i think the same there's some things that naturally don't happen for us but I think by disciplining yourself to, to be a thoughtful, observant person, yeah. it, it will make you a more naturally observant person and thoughtful. And at the same time, it, it's going to be blessing people, whether you, you know, it came naturally or not, the fact that you made the effort. And so, so just notice the little things. Um, and, and I have spent a lot of time trying to figure out why one leader seems to have more success than another leader. And oftentimes they've got the same intelligence, same, you know, a lot of things, the very same. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes it just comes down to the little things. This person just has better people skills. This person just endears uh, himself to his staff. And this person seems to alienate or just make people indifferent to them. Uh, and why is that? You know, th those little edges that some people have as leaders, uh, they, they, they add up over time. So, so one of them is certainly, um, just notice the little things. And, and a second one that is um, related to that is uh, take moments to demonstrate concern. And uh, again, some of that's just like what I said, showing concern by giving a message and so on uh, and showing interest. But uh, I, I, was, I thought of that this week. Um, I, I'll tell you, this is just sort of a thing with me. I'm, I'm, I'm busy. I, I never lack a dozen things I could be doing at any given time. Yeah, I've got stacks of books and things to do sitting on my desk uh, to write or to read or to review or whatever. Um, but now and then, uh, I'll, a, a thought will come to my mind. Uh, a person may come to my mind. And I've just learned, yeah, now you have to be careful because you can become just completely distracted all day long. Uh, but I've, I've learned to kind of trust the Holy Spirit that if all of a sudden a person comes to mind, uh, stop for a moment and think, what do I need to do about that? And so, uh, so this week I was on a, uh, a zoom call earlier this week and, um, uh, someone asked me about a CEO that I know, uh, that has been going through some really challenging times health wise. And 
he's this guy's basically been kind of homebound for an extended period of time and uh i mean like months months of time and uh and and this guy in times past was larger than life he you always knew he was in the room a great guy you know everybody loved him um but he's really been kind of out of sight for a while now and uh uh and you know people are busy people move on and so this guy and so i've tried uh periodically i'll just pick up the phone and call call this person and just check up on him i sort of have a uh, I want to make the effort to to make him laugh at least for a moment, uh, yeah. you know, and just brighten his day. Don't don't take too long, uh, but encourage him. Tell him I really want him to know that I've thought of him, I, that I miss him, that I hope that he'll be back out in action uh, soon. And so this week I was on a call with a different CEO, and he just said, "Hey, have you you know have you talked to that guy lately?" And I realized it had been maybe a month since I'd called him. And so after the call, now this guy is kind of brought back to my attention. And so I just, I kind of have him in my mind. And then a little bit later in the day, I'm, I'm in between two different projects. And I just think, you know, before I start the next project, I'm just going to call the guy. And so I call, it's ringing and ringing. And I just about hung up. And then he answers. And it's obvious he's, look, he, he, he's looked on his call display, knows it's me, and he's answered. And and so we just had the greatest uh conversation and I just I let him know I said you know I miss you I care about you I really want you to get better you know keep working at that rehab and so on and get yourself healthy Um, because and and we laughed and I just said I I I know and I I sort of got the impression that not a lot of people have called him or made the effort you know we Mm -hmm. we think of people but then we just think oh I wonder where he's haven't seen him for a while he's doing all right yeah but but he doesn't don't know that you thought of him you know and yeah. but but just making that extra effort because I've had people like that, you know, if I was going through a hard time or something, and then eventually I see someone again, and they'll say, oh, "I wondered where you were." You know, it's like, "Oh, great." Well, that, not enough to that call was, you. That was but, really encouraging, you know, you know but that you, 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 you passed, wondered about you, me. You passed in my mind a couple yeah, of times, and, and so you know, I just learned yeah. to trust that whether it's your instinct, whether it's uh, your conscience, or whether it's really the, the Holy Spirit just bringing someone to your mind. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't, and I'm not a big phone guy, like I'm far more inclined to email you or maybe to text you, but um, but to pick up the phone, uh, I, I don't really like to do that, but, yeah. but there are some people that that's just how it has to be, and especially in this state of their life. And so, uh, you know, I talked to him and, and after you get off those calls, you're really glad you did it. You know, you're just like, I'm really glad I took the time. Like, I, I'm reminded how much I like that guy, mm-hmm. and I'm just so glad. I feel like maybe I just brought a little bit of cheer in his life, and he knew, knows today that at least one person is thinking about him and made the effort to call and check in. So, well, I don't know anyone who's ever regretted, you know, taking a few minutes out of their day to bless somebody else. Yeah. Like, after you do that, yeah. even, you know, maybe you had a big impact on their life, but almost without fail, that's going to have an impact on your life, just the way yeah. that you feel yeah. about doing the right you thing. Always, yeah, you just always, I think that's the way God wired us, just to yeah. feel better after we've done the right thing. I, You know, one other example is, again, it doesn't have to be a huge thing, but it just, it means that you notice people and you're, you notice uh, how they're doing. And so, like, I've had times uh, over the years where maybe our staff went through a, a really challenging time. Maybe it was... Uh, 
when I ran a seminary and we had gone through trustee meetings and graduation or accreditation visits and some real stressful time. And so it's, you know, it's Friday at lunchtime and, uh, and there's been times as the boss, I've just sort of pronounced and said, you know what, like, let's just wrap this thing up. Uh, you guys need to go home early today. You know, why don't you guys just wrap it up here and take the afternoon off? Go, you guys worked hard. You need to break. Well, like, probably giving people, unless, I don't know what business you're in, but most businesses can survive. And I'm not saying you necessarily give the whole afternoon, give an hour off early. It's you, you normally you're, you, yeah. you shut down at four 30 and at three o'clock you just say, Hey guys, why don't you just go home? Why don't you just cut it off early? It, you know, it's an hour, an hour and a half. But what that says is the boss knows we worked hard this week and, yeah. and just a, maybe a token way he's trying to say i i appreciate what you do and i want to bless you in some way um so just taking moments to demonstrate you actually care by doing something that actually is a reward it meets a need uh it it's it blesses people in some way a third uh a third thing i would say is uh just rise earlier and uh you know we've talked again about this as well but uh Suppose that you just began getting up uh, 15 minutes earlier than you normally do. And those 15 minutes, you decided just to invest in your quiet time or just prayer. 15 minutes of prayer each morning um, that you weren't praying before. Or 15 minutes of reading a Christian classic that just really challenges and blesses you. Um, And uh, again small things add up. And so it's, that's not, you know, most people can handle 15 minutes more, may feel brutal when you're getting up, but, um, but your body can sustain 15 minutes. Uh, you might want to do that each year for the next four years. And all of a sudden you're getting up an hour earlier and now that's really adding up. But, uh, uh, don't ever underestimate the power that is available to you to just, tweak a little bit more productive time out of your day. Now, don't just get up 15 yeah. minutes earlier and then just groan in front of the, your coffee for 15 more minutes. Uh, <laughs> be be proactive about it. Um, but uh, again, if, you, if you're trying to look at ways just to perhaps get a little bit more punch out of your day, out of your leadership, um, your time is the most valuable thing you have. Yeah. And so tweak that a little bit, uh, squeeze out even 15 more minutes, 15 more minutes a day used wisely. Um, that that's, that's adding up to an hour and 15 minutes on a, in a five day week. That, yeah. Now that that's, you can get some stuff done there. Yeah. If it's just even listening to or reading a book that you didn't have time to before, but, um, and so a fourth thing I would just say, and again, this is, you know, this is one of my pet peeves, but, um, Increase your responsivity, uh, and that is when when there are opportunities, when there are messages, uh, be quick to respond, or at least be quicker than you have been. Um, you know, my inbox is typically empty. When we started this podcast, it was empty. Uh, when I finish this podcast, probably one of the first things I'll do is check my inbox and empty it again. But if people are asking me, uh, hey, could you come and speak at this event? Or, uh, hey, will this work out? Or do you, do you want to use this? Or should we go this way? Why would I leave you hanging for two days or three days before I answer that email? Especially if it's staff that are waiting on me to approve something or give it the thumbs up or down. Like, why would I leave you hanging? You know, I, 
uh, and so you know, Sam, you don't usually have to wait all that long unless you know I'm just in the air somewhere and yeah. don't have yeah. Wi-Fi access or something. But uh, as soon as I can be at my desk or even just looking at my phone, and I, I think I've shared this before, but but uh, if I if I land somewhere on an airplane, uh, I've turned on my cell phone and I've answered most of the pressing emails before we get to the gate. And uh, you know, you, now you can move on. You can you keep going. And so. Um, and, and so whether that's answering emails, um, whether that's just following through, uh, I've been in meetings at times and I've talked to people, uh, I was in a meeting earlier this week where I met a person over dinner, um, and he, he threw a, a possibility out for me, just something he, he would love for me to be involved with. And, uh, so when I got, I got home kind of late, but, uh, the next morning, I'm sending him a message and uh, rec- you know, adding his contact information into mine and uh, saying, hey, listen, just want to follow up while it's fresh you know, in my mind. And I don't know how many times people have been in meetings, they've heard of possibilities, but then a week or two went by, and now it's kind of cold, and you're trying to, where's yeah. that guy's business card, and what was his email, and I'm trying to remember just what that was about. And um, and same with when you start a project. Um you know, I I pride myself most of the time, if I can, I, I try to beat deadlines. If this thing is due on the first of the month, I tried by the 20th of the previous month to turn it in early um, and just have a reputation for that. I, I can't always do that, but uh, I love doing that. I strive for that. And, and you're more likely to, to finish something early if you get started right away. Uh, so there are some people that if they've got 30 days to do a project, they think about the you know, 25 days in, it's like, okay, well, I guess Time I should get going on that. <laughs> uh, I tend to want to sit down on day one and start sketching it out and be percolating over it and thinking about it and maybe jotting down stuff that is uh, some low-lying fruit. And before you know it, it's just done. And you, you're only at the 15th of the month, not the 30th and uh, or whatever. So, um, But what that does is it... It, it's not that it just gets stuff done quicker. It, it builds a reputation. I mean, if I've got to give work out to someone and I, and this guy, I know I'll probably have to hound him for about a week after it was due to get it. And this guy is going to be on it and probably 10 days early, it'll already be done and wrapped and sitting on my desk. Yeah. Well, you know who I'm going to go ask to get it done. And, and so if I'm looking to promote someone, if I'm looking to give someone more responsibility, you're going to go to the one that gets on stuff, gets it done. I, I just can't, if, if I've got to hound someone to answer my emails, I'm just going to go get someone else to work with. I just, yeah. I can't stand that. Uh, if I've got something I need from you, I just, I want to hear from you and I, I don't, don't slow me down. You know, right now I've got some time to work on this and I'm sitting here waiting for you to answer an email I sent three days ago. Like, so uh, I, I don't think some people understand that. I think there's some people that are just kind of laid back and they'll get to it when they get to it. And then they wonder why other people are getting so many opportunities and people are wanting to come to them with their ideas and, uh, you know, uh, to other people, but not them. And oftentimes it just comes down to how, how responsive are you? How quickly do you get on stuff? And uh you know, depending on your industry and what you do, but there are competitors and there are people that will be very responsive. And, um, you know, if you're looking for a realtor and, and one realtor takes three days to get back and answer your question and someone else is 
within 20 minutes is answering every question you have. Well, you know who you're going to use. Yeah. yeah. And so, uh, again, if you just want to kind of ramp up your leadership effectiveness, just get more responsive yeah. than you have been. Whatever, however responsive you are, try to be even more so. Yeah. Um, well, let's take a, a quick break here and then uh, we'll pick up when we come back. This fall, Blackaby Ministries is hosting two spiritual leadership coaching workshops, one in the Atlanta area and the other is fully online. The focus of these workshops are learning how to ask the right questions to help move people onto God's agenda. The online workshop is September 13th through the 15th and the in-person workshop is October 21st through the 23rd. To find out more and to register, visit blackabycoaching.org. Links will be in the show notes. Well, Richard, we've got, I know you've got quite a few more left here um, yeah. before we wrap up. But we'll, we'll see how many we can get through, and, and we may just have to do another one of these. But Boy, yeah. I think uh, I think we can blitz. I'll, and, I'll and try to plow, plow ahead. Uh, okay, good. fifth thing is be positive. Uh, just be positive. Um, I'll tell you again, if I've, got to, if I've got people sitting around a board table and I'm trying to work on a problem or I'm trying to delegate, assign a project, I've got someone who's a naysayer, it won't work, what about this, what about that? And I've got someone else who's positive, and okay, well, well what do we, well, let's get this figured out. I, you, you, again, you know who you're gonna go to. Yeah. And so I just wanna uh, encourage people, just take a positive outlook to your work. Uh, if you can't be positive about your work, get a different line of work, you know, find <laughs> somewhere, go where else. Yeah. But, but hopefully you've got some confidence and positivity about what you do. Um, and, and a related one, sixth thing is, again, just strive for excellence. Uh, whatever you do, just do it well. I, I know people, and, I, and sadly it seems like it's almost becoming an increasing thing in society today, where you just do the minimum. You, you just do the, the, you know, the, the least amount. And, yeah. um, and, I, and I know people that are just wired that way. They just, uh, and I hear so many stories these days of people that almost resent the fact that they have to do their job and that they have to actually do it according to standards. Uh, well, I, that's, that's all I had time to do. That's, I just, I didn't feel like it or I, I was, I just wasn't having a good day. And so as if that's in any way a valid excuse. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'll tell you again, if you just want lots of doors open in your life, just, just develop the reputation of always doing things with excellence. Just always do a little extra, uh, a little extra thought. Uh, you know, sometimes it could be as simple as putting a nice cover on your report. You know, here's the report. But, but one person went ahead and made it, put it in an attractive uh, presentation. The other person just gave the, the cold hard facts. Or, uh, you know, there's just so many ways to just that when you look at someone's work, you just know that person went the extra mile, put a little extra effort into it, and that just pays off. I, I don't, it, it, and, and it may actually help you stand out more than it ever has because there's yeah. a lot of people not doing that these days. Uh, a seventh thing is just look for ways to do things better the next time. And you may have done it really well this time, but just constantly as you're even as you're turning in a report a project uh whatever it is you're finishing up um take a moment afterward and reflect and say could that have been better i mean that actually was pretty good but is if we'd had a better microphone if we had done it this way if we'd used that program that software i wonder if it wouldn't have even been better still i'm going to just try next time and uh you know you do a lot of that sam you're always kind of thinking well we're, we 
uh, yeah. it may involve more hardware. We need to buy software, you, but usually better does. camera, but yeah. or light or something. No, I just uh, some some things we did for uh, for our coaching just came to mind. Uh, you know, yeah, we just filmed some stuff for that for our coaching uh, ministry, and and you know, when you, when you've spent hours with the edit, it's like yeah. I think if I had to do this again, I would change a couple things. But. Yeah, and that's fine. Like, you know, what you did was good, but I, I, I'm suspecting the next time we do something like that, it's going to be better still. Yeah. And, uh, and, and you know, part of that just, it, it, of course, it helps you job-wise. It, uh, it makes you look great. It makes you very valuable. It makes you more susceptible to get raises and promotions and other things. But, I, but it also, I think, just th- there's something it does to your soul. Yeah, uh, if you're if you're being slipshod and careless and doing and minimalist in what in your effort, it it it, it just eats your soul out. Like you just become yeah. a hollow uh, person that uh, has no pride in your own work and 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 what you do. And so, going that extra mile and thinking uh, about well, how could it still be better the next time gives you something to keep growing into. Yeah, uh, and just a couple uh, simple things. Another one, eight thing is just don't be cheap. And that's kind of a funny thing, but I know some people that their greatest joy and pride in life is how to spend the least amount of money possible. And I, I'm not saying that you, you know, take pride in overpaying for something, but yeah. But I know people that literally would go all the way around the world just to save ten dollars on something, and that they might have wasted a ton of time, but at least they saved a few dollars. And you know, where I see that also is just in the way that you relate to other people. I mean, whether you're being cheap in your thanks, uh, your attention, uh, there's just a lot of ways where you can be kind of stingy, you know, and I kind of noticed this last year. I I have a lot of people ask me to do stuff for them to write a, uh, maybe a review of their book or a foreword or different things that they'll ask me to do. Could you be on this podcast or something? And I do a lot of that, and that's fine. And a lot of those things, I don't expect necessarily to be paid anything for it. I'm just helping them out. But, uh, but I remember last year, uh, I, there was like several people that just totally caught me by surprise. One, one, one person uh, sent a donation to our ministry after I'd been on their podcast. And I'm thinking, wow, like that was really classy. Like I, had, I yeah. did not expect that. It really blessed us. And I'll tell you what, it just made me a big fan of theirs, you know, and willing to do anything I could. Not not that I ex- always expect to get paid, but it's just like they were very generous toward me. And so I want to be generous toward them. And uh, someone else, I, I forget, I did like a, a book forward or something or maybe just an endorsement. Um, and then they send me this beautiful knife, you know, that like it's like my favorite, one of my favorite knives now to use. And like, I remember just showing everybody saying, look at this, like, and I've done this same kind of work for lots of other people and yeah. never got a knife before, you know, and it's like, yeah, like it's just sort of classy, you know, some people, I, I, you, you do a little podcast for them and it's, it's no big deal, but I have people that will send me stuff and you just realize, um, wow, like I, that's thoughtful. Like they, they, you know, I knew that they appreciated the time I gave them, but, and they said, thank you at the time, but, um, you know, if you just go into, if you just learn to be kind of classy and relating to people, again, it uh, you can't necessarily just have a direct correlation to say, oh yeah, I got a promotion because I always sent a thank you card or I sent yeah. a twenty five dollar you know Amazon gift certificate. But um, but just having that reputation and those kind of people skills will pay off in the long run. A ninth, sure. the ninth thing is just hold your tongue. Um, 
there are just some th- like I've there's a couple times even recently where I said careers some, have been saved. Oh boy, <laughs> just holding I, your tongue, you know. You know, um, I and, and the other day I I and I I kind of kicked myself because somebody they asked me a question and I even said to them, uh, you know, I don't usually even just kind of uh, talk about that or you know it, it might have been just. Uh, just some kind of personal question about something that is just an area of conflict, like, you know, who did you vote for or something? (laughs) Not for the presidential election, but it was something else. And I, um, and my instinct said, uh, you know, I uh, probably just, I can't see any gain for this, especially if I don't, if I didn't do what they did. But I think they pushed me enough that I finally just acknowledged, you know, what I had done And, and what I'd done, there's nothing wrong with it. It just that afterward, I began. It began to dawn on me that probably isn't what they did, and again, this can sound it's sort of nebulous here, but uh, it just didn't add any value. Like I didn't have to tell them that, and they would have understood. I could have just said, you know, I just, I uh, that's probably just better not say or something. But and then of course there's just other times where you just think stuff, and it's not necessarily very kind, and you know in your heart, I mean, anytime you're going to gossip or badmouth someone, it's probably not beneficial. It's not going to help you to do that. Yeah. Um, and so when you get to that point, uh, sometimes it just less is more. And so again, I would say to some folks, they sometimes it's just their humor or their teasing, poking fun at someone. Uh, there are just moments where if you had not said that, you'd be farther down the road right now. Uh, yeah. But you you said more than you should have, and it really, if you thought for a moment, you'd realize there's no gain to be had by right. making that comment and um, you know stirring things up. And certainly, when it comes to polarizing kinds of issues, that you're 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 either gonna you might make some friends who all agree with you and say, yeah, that's how I feel, uh, but you're just as likely to also have people upset with you. And do you, does that? Do you need that? You know, so right. maybe maybe just the last one is just um, well, you know, one thing I just uh, maybe one other to say is just develop resilience, and that is um, just get back on your feet. Don't because uh, we're all going to get knocked down. And yeah. I was thinking about uh, last year. I, I think now I'm up to about seventy one canceled trips because of covid and you know i'm looking at some others i'm worried that there may be a big one canceled next week that i'm holding out on um and um uh, just had one this week i was supposed to be going out this friday and uh as uh, a meeting that got canceled because of covid and so um you know you, you can get frustrated it's oh that was going to be such a big meeting and they were there's going to be so many people and that would have been such great exposure yeah. you can fixate uh, on the stuff you did and, and but now it's do. done and and so you know i um I, you, instead just sees the i mean you could be disappointed obviously but but then instead of fixating on that pivot quickly and say so what am i going to do with this weekend that's free now uh yeah in fact i i i've got a big meeting next week um that uh, I'm a little concerned is vulnerable to being canceled. Uh, and so I actually, I talked to a friend of mine. He's got a cabin uh, up in the mountains. And uh, I've been really trying to take Lisa, my wife, uh, there just a couple of days just to get away. She's we're kind of getting near the end of the summer and haven't really done a lot of that. And uh, so I, I said to this guy, I've got, I, I don't have any free time to do that right now. But if this meeting gets canceled, 
it's about that would be about the only time we could just get away for a couple of days. So I said, could, would you mind penciling this in? And if if this cancels, I'm going to be disappointed for about a minute, and then I'm going to call you up and we're going to go to the mountains. And so, yeah. uh, you know, I when last year when all my trips got canceled, I I ended up doing a ton of riding, probably probably more riding than I'd done in a long time. And I thought I could either bemoan the fact that I didn't get out speaking as much, or I could be excited about knocking off several books and rewrites and so on. Um, and so while you're, uh, kind of still, uh, shuffling about, you know, groaning about and upset and uh, about something that, you know, you, you got passed over for a promotion. You didn't get things. You didn't get that bonus you were hoping for. Uh, someone else was given that assignment. Uh, you could be upset about that, or you could sort of pull up, roll up your sleeves and say, okay, well, how can I better myself? How can I uh, make use of this time? And maybe yeah. next time the opportunity will come around. And I think in this COVID kind of filled uh, time in which we're in, we're, we're going to have some disappointments for sure. Yeah. Um, and some can be pretty major ones, but uh, no matter how major they are, don't let it just keep you on the mat and just develop Uh, And I know some people that just have the hardest time letting go, you know, they'll just months later, they're still letting people know how frustrated they were about this. And other people have long since moved on. And so develop that sense of resilience, where you maybe have a good cry for a minute, and then you say, all right, I'm moving on. And uh, it's the, you know, we were just talking about this, but so many of the famous leaders in history had so many setbacks, so many failures, and yet they were resilient. They, they, Picked, like Truman, you mentioned, gets up and keeps moving on and ultimately experiences a lot of success. So that that's not just a human trait that either you have it or you don't. You can develop resilience. Right. And so uh, so anyway, that's kind of a quick list. I left a few out, but uh, we'll have to maybe do another one of these. But sometimes I, just, I suspect thinking, we will. just thinking about, you know, what is the difference that makes some people so successful and so popular and that makes people drawn to them and want them involved and want want to have them around them and in uh, roles of leadership? And what is it that kind of causes people to be passed over and uh, and to miss out on opportunities. Yeah. Oftentimes it's just, it's some of the basics in human relations and how you conduct yourself. And so even though we know all these things, it never hurts just to kind of do a quick review and say, but I, I know these things, but I think I've gotten careless in a couple of them. And uh, this is a time to be at your best. So yeah. brush up and polish up and uh, and be the best version of you in the days to come. Well, what I love about this list, Richard, is it's all stuff that you have control over. And yeah. it's it's yeah. they're all things that you can do. None of these things are necessarily inherent or genetic. Yeah. Um, but uh, they're all things that we can we can focus in on one or two and and see success in those areas. So, again, thanks for taking the time. And until next time. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If this is something you enjoyed, it really makes a difference if you leave a review and a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Don't forget to subscribe and share with your friends. We always love hearing from our listeners. So email us at podcast at blackme.org.